Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready! Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And Tyler. It's Sunday. And we apologize for no Thursday episode because Tyler Wait. fucking lost the adapter <laughs> for our SD card. So lost, I'm a fucking dipshit. Lost the adapter kit. Y'all got to miss our picks for the first round. Uh, shocking we were wrong on a lot of them. Hey. It's fucking March. It's going to happen. But we ain't been wrong a lot since then. Well, you haven't. I know. I, I have been wrong a lot. I'm glad sports gambling's legalized in Arkansas. I am not. It is already down a lot. It has made me not check my bracket once. Don't care anymore. Don't give a fuck about the bracket. <laughs> Did my parlays hit? Don't care. And all enough, most of my bets have gone against my bracket. But hey, I'm gonna be right on one of them. Well Why not the one with some money? I as well make some money. It's the best. You throw ten dollars on a game here and there that you wouldn't have given a shit about. Next so thing you know, you're 30, standing 40, in the living 40. room screaming at the fucking TV. Yeah, you love that. Got a few bets going today as well. Mm-hmm. We're talking about those. Uh, Arkansas baseball started SEC play this weekend. Uh, two for two. Beating Kentucky. Friday and Saturday. Nice little nice little start to SEC play. Kentucky's not particularly great, but they are in SEC. I'll take SEC. They does. had a reliever that came in Friday. No. What's the day? Sunday. Friday. Was he wheeling? Problem. Wheeling and dealing out there? We had a good lead going when they put him in, but he was a problem. He, I think he struck out the first five or six batters he faced. Good Lord. It was bad. Uh, Got two games. First and second round for Arkansas to recap. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the last game we talked about on here was Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Some NFL free agency moves. NFL free agency moves. Potential moves to be had going forward. There's something else I'm forgetting about. What is it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I forgot about it. Hmm. Um, I'll get like a hypothetical and a half. We'll make our picks for today's round of the games, the last wave of the second round hmm. for March Madness. We'll we'll do our picks and talk about our bets. I'm not going to go off my bracket because it's shot. I'm going to repick this round. We'll do it that way. Um, and we'll fuck. We'll see what else we get into. Let's do it. Blue pig. Opening round. The catamounts. Catamounts. Don't know what that is. Don't particularly care. Mm-mm. They're dead. They are dead. Well, before we get into yesterday's game for Arkansas, all you fuckers that jumped on the popular pick. For Vermont to be an upset. Well, the big, I guess stage. you're right. A lot of people were betting upset. A lot of people. But the biggest bet I saw, the heaviest, the second heaviest bet of the first round was uh, Vermont plus five and a half. That's what I saw most people betting, which any true Arkansas fan knows we do not cover. So there was plenty of money to be had on the point spread. But there were a lot of national talking heads that were indeed saying the Catamounts would top the Razorbacks. Yeah. I myself did not. No. 
that was now full transparency. Now I say when I say this, that was the only game I felt confident about. That was when I expected UConn to win. Correct. And they did not. Well, I have them in my lead eight, so you see what that got me. Not well. I also have Creighton in the championship. So <laughs> go ahead and scratch Dead. your boys bracket. He gone. Who'd you have from the other side? UCLA? Mm-hmm. Mm. Still alive. They're alive. You still arrive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is a Norbit reference. For those of y'all that do not know. Yes, a lot of national talking heads uh were picking the catamounts. Not a lot of people on the national scale are impressed with Arkansas's resume or wins or, you know. Look, if you don't want to be impressed with Arkansas, the way they play, the way they win, like I said, said it before, I'll say it again, I'll say it again. On this episode, Arkansas wins ugly games. And here's here's my assessment on it. But to be not impressed by their resume is foolish. Here's my assessment. Maybe we go into the game trying to make it ugly. Because God, hope, if we I can make the purpose. game ugly, we win the ugly games. So if we go in here and we, we knock them off what their strong suit is, it's going to get ugly. Our offense ain't going to look good, but we're going to make sure their offense also does not look good. And if we can make it look ugly, uh, our resume would say we would win the ugly games. See, the, the, the way that we play is what makes me nervous about playing – for lack of a better term, no-name teams. It's also what makes me second, like think about it twice when we play a very good team. Like we are in every game. Now whether we whether we fuck it up or whether we win remains to be seen. But I don't ever feel like we're going to blow anybody out or get blown out. And full transparency for Tyler, I did pick UConn to win against Arkansas. In the so did I. Yeah. So I will let you guys know. I was thinking UConn was going because I thought they were hot. They looked very good out of the Big East. Oh, they were hot. I thought they would have no problem in the first round. I did not pay attention to it. It was a 12-5 matchup, and historically, 12-5s is a very troublesome position to be in. Well, I picked two other ones fully expecting UConn to win that game. Same. Didn't even think it would be a contest. Mm -mm. It was, in fact, a contest. So I thought UConn would roll, roll with the hot hand, take care of business in the first round, come into the second round, and just shoot us out the gym. Didn't happen. Lost their first game. So I picked UConn to beat Arkansas. I'm happily, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm very happy to see that we're in the Sweet 16. I'll take what I can fucking get at this point. You can. I'm going to say that this is kind of like a, well, I'll say it after we move on to. So we beat the Catamounts. We beat the Catamounts. On to. 75-71 on Thursday. Yes, and the spread was five and a half, so we did not cover, which if you gamble, you pay attention to. And then yesterday, the Arkansas women's basketball team beat or beat New Mexico State 53-48. Mm-hmm. Well, no, sorry, that's not the women's basketball. That's it's men's. Just a men's. Women's basketball score, it was In gross. a men's game, yes. It was gross. I see what you did there. Yeah. It was so bad that Arkansas had 14 total baskets the entire game. That's bad. Should have bet the under hard. That's what I thought in the North Didn't, Carolina Baylor game. Well, fuck that game. We'll get into that game here in just a second. It was 14 to 8 with seven minutes left in the first half. What the fuck? <laughs> I live bet it because it looked like a fucking obvious one. 
and then nobody could miss after that. <laughs> Whoa, Tyler put money on it. All right, start shooting the lights out. Here we go. Fucking unbelievable. I want to need you to bet on Gonzaga. Why would I bet on Gonzaga? So the Arkansas win. As much as I would love to see that, we're going to get throttled. <laughs> uh, 53-48. Yeah, gross. Here's my thing. If we could make sure, people are not going to love this, if we could make sure that Note fouls out with like seven minutes left so that we could run the offense or run the scoring through a Mude, I feel much better about it. Yeah, people aren't going to like that. I don't enjoy watching Note anymore. No. It drives me bananas. It's it's bad news. Our offensive set consists of, okay, uh, Note dribble it up and then stand there for 16 seconds and then try one high ball screen and just force an ugly, terrible shot. And if you can't find the ugly, terrible shot, just turn the ball over. I mean, like I said, 53-48, nobody was really doing much. But he's 5 for 18. Right on pace with 40% shooting for the season. And that's not, that does not tell the story. A lot of those missed shots were within 10 feet. Correct. And they were circus shots. Yes. We need to chill a little bit with feeding everything through Note. Amude is our most consistent score has been as of late. It takes to Ben when he got when he got in foul trouble. And I said he needs to come out so Amude can get hot. Immediately hit a three. I, I didn't think I would have to <laughs> assess Arkansas versus Gonzaga. Almost didn't have to anyway. Thought Gonzaga was going to blow it yesterday. That was the final leg of a parlay that I put in Thursday. That was my first leg of a parlay of what I call the upset special of nothing but four team upsets that would have won me $900. But instead, I lose my money. <laughs> so I had I actually put them into two parlays. I had Iowa State money line, Texas Tech money line, Illinois money line, Duke money line, Villanova money line. That one hit. All favorites. These are not crazy. I, mean, I don't think Iowa State was favorites over LSU. No, 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 they were not. Sorry. They were not. That was the upset. I put one in there to boost the odds. So that one hit this weekend. I had a seven-teamer. I did also pick Iowa State to beat LSU. Set it on Thursday, but no one heard it. <laughs> also in my bracket, I picked Iowa State over LSU. Just so everybody knows, I was we were both correct on that one. Uh, there was no surprise to see LSU lose. I also put Iowa State into a parlay today. Just moments oh, ago. Oh, Lord. Uh, other parlay this weekend. Gonzaga money line, Texas Tech money line, Purdue money line, Wisconsin money line, Villanova, Auburn, Iowa State again. That one hit. I lost this fucking five teamer because of Murray State. Yeah, they screwed me too. They I am now down eighty dollars to Ryan. Oh boy, because St. Peter's is the Cinderella team. They are the storyline. I did bet North Carolina headline over, not over story Baylor. Line. And boosted the odds because North Carolina was hot, went on a bike ride. I had him beating him in my brackets, too. At halftime, went on a bike ride. They were up 25 points with like 10 minutes left. And then here we fucking go. One elbow by their hottest shooter. Ejection. It, it was pretty pretty obvious. That's, that's what I, I was listening. Like I said, listen to it. You could the see reaction. him look back to where the dude's head is. 
act like he was getting a rebound, and then cock his elbow, stop, relook, and hit it right to his head. And I mean, it popped him right in his fucking eye. He went down on the ground, and the fucking, you saw his contact just fall on the floor. So, I mean, it was very obvious. Yeah. The reaction, not a lot of, the, a lot of, the and he was hot. Announcers will try to, like, pour cold water on a situation. It was pretty obvious. It came through on the broadcast that it, it was pretty egregious. Yeah. And Buddy had 25 points. So, yeah. And then their second, their second best guy fouled out, or their second hottest person in that game. I don't know who their second best guy. I didn't watch a lot of North Carolina basketball, but he went out. And then there was, from the sounds of it, they were, they had to play with scrubs. It was a thirty-three to thirty-three to eight run. Could One. not inbound the fucking ball no. properly. No, nope. every not single inbound was fucked. Everything was bad. Bad calls, bad officiating. Uh. Wild threes that Baylor was hitting. Uh, lack of offensive execution by North Carolina. Could not inbound the ball. Couldn't get past half court. Once they did, uh, Cabot or whatever his name was, could not make free throws to save his fucking life. <laughs> Everything that Baylor needed to get back into it happened. And then Baylor hit that shot with like four seconds left to tie it up. And I said, oh my God. If North Carolina blows this shit, this is going to be, I think it would be one of the most historic comebacks ever. Yeah, they said the biggest comeback in NCAA tournament history is 25 points. I want to say it was like BYU or somebody, but they they were down twenty five with like eight minutes left in the first half and came back. Yeah, this one was all second. Half. Baylor was down twenty five with like ten minutes left in the game, and it went to overtime. Which when it went to overtime, I thought Baylor was for sure going to win. Me too. But all, North Carolina started getting hot. In the all overtime. your guys are dead, and you're going into the new quarter here. But <laughs> thank God, North Carolina pulled it off. They prevailed. And they will advance to play four seed UCLA, and I am officially frightened because that is who I have winning the tournament. I have money on them winning the tournament. I picked in my bracket to win the tournament. All hands on deck right here because I am screwed yeah. if this goes south. <laughs> North Carolina is going to win that game. I will metaphorically kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll not open ESPN for three weeks. Now, I went against the norm for myself with today's bets because I'm feeling less and less confident because, obviously, I've watched. It's easy to take the favorites early on because I've Boys, watched. Boys, we got to finish talking about the other games. Be the one I, okay. St. Peter's. The fucking Peacocks. Who the fuck are the St. Peter's Peacocks? The 15 seed out of New Jersey, St. Peter's Peacocks. Right. They got to do with a mustache, too. White boy with a fucking nasty-looking <laughs> mustache. And he was fucking banging on fools in the Murray State game. Murray State came back yeah. and was only down by three points mm-hmm. with yep. like five minutes left. And I flipped over to that game because I saw it scoring on top of it. Oh, my God. I flip over to it. Immediately, Nasty Mustache Boy hits a three-pointer, <laughs> and I am back on the ropes. I am fighting for my life. The chat's going crazy making fun of me. They are roasting me as if I am a true Murray State fan, and I am not. <laughs> That's just who I had to take the double or nothing against Ryan, who had almost swept me over the weekend in our picks. He picked all underdogs and two of the three hit. I, however, picked Iowa State over LSU to bring it down to $40 I owed him. Then we had the double or nothing. It He picked St. Peter's. I said, you're high as a kite, give me Murray State. <laughs> I thought John Morant was still there in spirit, and he's not. He's not. 35-2 and two means jack shit against the 15-seed St. Peter's Peacocks. That was the only leg of that parlay that I had that I did not watch because I assumed it was in the bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a... Uh, they are, they're the team. 
we have been looking for who the Cinderella is. Most of us were thinking it's North Carolina because, well, they're a nine seed. But at the end of the day, it's still North Carolina. Right. St. fucking Peters? St. what? And I believe now they have to play Kansas, so good night. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's one seed they have to play. says TBD right now. Hmm. Well, what who we, is that? Who when we is get that? to the bracket to see what we're picking for this round. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. But St. Peter's, I need to look up the box going that motherfucker because it looked ugly until the last six minutes of the game. 70 to 60 was the final. Murray State's 31 and 3 was. They're dead now. Where's that? There it is. Okay, here we go. Uh, so they shot 41% from the field. St. Peter's did pretty good, mm-hmm. but only 23% from three. Murray State, 34% from the field, 33% from three. So, what's the turnover battle look like here? Try to look for their turnovers and see if that's what caused it. 10 turnovers for Murray State, or sorry, 10 turnovers to St. Peter's. No, I mean, 12 turnovers to Murray State. Uh, fouls are pretty dead even. Steals pretty close. Assists almost identical. I mean, I don't, I don't know where the, the shocker was. I mean, I guess the crazy part was just the ending because I mean it got really close. St. Peter's was up by double digits. Uh, Murray State went on a nine zero run. Whenever I flip back over to it, they were down by like two or three, and then it's like it's almost like as soon as Tyler starts watching, bad shit happens. Because <laughs> I turned off the Memphis game when it was tied up in the first half, turned it off, kept watching the Arkansas game. Halftime, Memphis up by 10. I said, I am looking genius right now. Ended up being the village idiot instead. <laughs> I watched the some of the Providence and Richmond game early. They got fucking demolished. Shellacked. Dude, that... They got, as Dakota says, shit pumped. They did. <laughs> Providence shot 52% from the field and 55% from three. That's a recipe for a big dub. Ass whooping. Uh, whooping. Uh, what, are, what are the crazy ones do now, we see? Provi- can- Providence plays Kansas next weekend. That's going to be a good one. Let's talk Kansas and Creighton. <laughs> Your Cinderella team. My Cinderella team. Turned into a pumpkin. Not really. Now, in the final minutes of the game, yes. But Just did mattered. anybody... Expect Creighton to put up that much of a fight. I did. I did also expect them to win. But I knew it was a long shot, and I knew if I didn't pick a Cinderella team in this tournament for the bracket, I knew if I didn't pick one, I would just chalk it, and I would just be tied for, with everybody else for points. Like, what? I'm going to have to do something different. So I tried to find one Cinderella team that I thought could advance. I did have North Carolina advancing this far, so that was all right. But I really thought Creighton had the fucking recipe I did not know their starting center was going to be out this game. Seven-foot white boy, real good rim protector. Did not know whenever he went down at the end of the last game against San Diego State that he had tore his PCL. Did not know that until the game started, and I said, where is the tall other cracker at? Because they have several of those. Where is he at? And then it showed him on the bench in civvies. I was devastated. Distraught. I was. I was beside myself. And they said, yeah, he's out for four weeks. I said, well, I'm out of the whole game. I'm done. They made it a hell of a match. They were only down by two, I believe, at halftime. 
I mean, hell, two minutes left. They were only down by three points. Yeah. They come down with a minute and 15 left. Uh, Alexander dribbles it to the rim, looking for an, a kickout pass. Uh, he throws a wild, wild, wild kickout pass. It is to no player, and it takes off right down the middle of the court. Abaji just happens to pick it right up, take it down, slam it. Now we got a problem. Creighton comes down, minute left. You're all right. You're only down three or four, I think. Just get a good possession, get a point. What do they do? Come down there, they steal it, and they go and get a dunk. It's over. I was devastated. <laughs> Creighton looked good all game. Uh, Kaluma was balling on hose. Uh, Hawkins is a complete defensive fucking Steven. liability. Yes, he is a fucking <laughs> liability. He came in there and hit three threes to start the game. Then I believe he was like three for 16 after that. And anybody who was guarded by him was getting buckets. I mean, just drove right past him. He doesn't even jump up. Easy layup, easy layup, easy layup. Every fucking time. And that was the first time Hawkins has been back in like several weeks. He's one of their best shooters. Looked all right to begin the game, and then just a complete fucking liability. Oh, it's cold. Just like Memphis's whoever number 23 is, <laughs> a total fucking liability on defense and was the entire reason they let Gonzaga pull away in that second half because Penny Hardaway refused to admit that a player was getting absolutely mollywopped by Timmy. Yes, he was. And would not fucking pull him out of the game. But I am not looking forward to Timmy versus Arkansas. Yes. Uh, Creighton, hats off. I really thought y'all could do it. You look good. Uh, I am always a fan of Creighton. They always compete. They did the same thing last year. They always compete. You just happen to go up against, on paper, one of the best teams in the tournament. Abaji didn't really do anything that whole entire game. Um, they had uh, Remy Martin was their best player of the game. He had 20 points, little point guard, and just could not miss. Clutch free throws. Uh, five, I believe, four or five straight free throws to ice the game. Remy Martin dropped 20 piece. That was Kansas is very good. I mean, we all knew this. Kansas is good. I just thought Creighton had a little bit of upset potential. And they almost did it, but they didn't. So what? That would have shot my bracket shit because I have Kansas winning it all. And that would have put me up ahead of people because I picked that upset. But whatever. Big swing, big miss. It's all good. It's March. It's madness. It is madness. Let's talk in Zaga Speaking Memphis. Of, okay. That game rocked so hard. That shit was so awesome. All game was sick as fuck. I... Loved that. That was probably my favorite game of yesterday's slates. Probably my favorite game. The crowd was fucking wild. Yep. It felt like it was a home game for Gonzaga, which made it cool uh, to see Gonzaga go on that run. Uh, tough place to play if you got mostly Gonzaga fans up yeah. in there. I do not know where Gonzaga is from. Do you know what state Gonzaga's in? I think we've done this before. Has to be close to Indiana. Has to. Yeah. With that game being in Indianapolis and it sounded like the entire fucking stadium was Gonzaga fans or they offered free charter flights to everybody who is in the whole state. <laughs> but what a fucking game. Chet Holmgren was a defensive fucking nightmare for Memphis. Every time you drove to the rim, Chet Holmgren was meeting your ass with his fucking 20 feet long arms. Uh, it's in Washington. Wow. Okay. Well. It's not that far away. Washington's not that far away from Indiana, but I, I guess it, I guess I was thinking it was a border. Pretty far. I was thinking it was a bordering state. 
Oh, fucking Washington. Yeah, that's very far. <laughs> that's very far. Um, what's that little, the, the dude uh, for Gonzaga that hit all those free throws at the end of the game, like six straight free throws? He was hitting the big time threes all game during the momentum swing. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his name, but he was fucking fantastic. And I now like Timmy. For now. That post-game speech he gave, not even a speech, just talking about what he said at halftime, and he is a very... I didn't realize this because I've never heard him say any words. I just noticed him play with his mustache after he makes a fucking <laughs> layup, and it makes me hate him. But when he came out there and was like, oh, I just told him at halftime, I don't give a f- crap <laughs> what we did in the first half. It's how we finished this game. Uh, I told him we were looking like a bunch of soft people, <laughs> How can you not like hearing that? That's fucking awesome. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then he ended up breaking his streak of trying not to curse on TV and said, this guy right here, good shit. Hey, good shit right there. Right there on the camera. And the guy's, oh, all right. Let's I mean, me. you got college kids and it's March Madness. They're Stop pretending everybody don't curse. It's going to happen. Stop pretending people don't curse. I did like hearing that post game thing. Gonzaga is very good. We knew this. Correct. Well, we did not know. Hats off to Memphis. Hell of a fight. Was that Michigan was going to beat Tennessee? Boy, I did not. <laughs> and from the looks of everybody's bracket, no one did. No, I love to see. I don't. I still think Michigan should not have been in the tournament. But here we are. In this is why they got put in there. They thought they could cause some some madness. Well, they got put in there because of the money. It's a big name school. They got yeah. them in there. But yeah, that's true. It. But has, now it's paying off. It has worked out for them at this point. Now they can defend it. I am also torn on that outcome of the game whether i'm excited or not because at the end of the day i am low-key rooting for sec teams to get far and for all of these sec teams to be dropping already we look soft yeah i'm not i don't think i'm rooting for sec teams i only i only like tennessee i fucking hate tennessee and i had tennessee losing to arizona anyway so it doesn't really matter so did i but 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 still i I would like to see uh, the you know what i mean It's, it's bragging rights against everybody on social media when what Fucking five to seven of the Sweet 16 teams are SEC. Yeah. It's just bragging rights. That doesn't do it for me. Because now we're starting to look like a like a football, baseball, and back all the way on basketball. But now we don't look like it. But, but hey, Arkansas is still here. But we have had a 14 and a 12 matchup. Let's grow up. Hey, but the, that 12. Stop. Earned the way in there. That's ridiculous. I was, what we didn't speak of on the Arkansas game, the game ball goes to Adiz Tony. Correct. That motherfucker, his defense is so fucking good. Well, everybody, everybody before the game, like, hey, secret to this game, shut buddy down. Yep. You win the game. Tony didn't let him Check. fucking even breathe. No, when he, as soon as he crossed half court, he was in his fucking face. Smothered him. Now, he did hit a big three at the, towards the end of that game yeah. that brought that shit back and scared me. Yeah. And then instead of taking a three with eight seconds left, he dribbled around and got to the rim for a dunk just so he could say he dunked, and he made it a two-point game. But Tony put him in a fucking straight jacket. Yes. All game. And I did love to see that. I did not realize the impact that Tony had on the games. Did not know he was causing that much mayhem on the defensive end. I do love to see that. Who was, uh, I can't remember, was it? Was it Note? Who was it that shot the three right before half? I don't know. It I remember Note hitting a bit a big three in the second half. But now Musselman was fucking pissed. So I don't oh, whenever New Mexico State got the M one three, 
No. Yes, and and yes, Debo yes, Davis yes. hit him on the top of the head? Yes. It yes. Was, that's what it was. He freaked out. <laughs> it's like, well, we've played great except for that last play right there before it happened. We're, you know what? We're going to go in here and we're going we're gonna to figure out what we need to do. And they kept asking them, what's working defensively? And he was trying to find a way to answer it without giving it away. Yeah. He's like, well, we we run a few things. Yeah. And we're going to go in here and, and see what we need to do. Like, I'm going to fucking tell you what's working at halftime. People no, you're going to go over there and go to New Mexico State and say, hey, guess what? Musselman said he's going to do this. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Like like I said, it was terribly ugly game. We did win. And in the tournament, that's all I give a shit about. And being able to say we went to back-to-back Sweet 16s feels great. Now, you beat, if you beat Gonzaga, <clears throat> there's no more excuses moving forward. Like, there's nobody that you can justify losing to at that point. And I'm not even saying, like, oh, Gonzaga is going to win the championship, but that caliber of team, at this point in the tournament, you beat them, you can beat anybody. That's the defending champs. You, yeah, they won it last year. If you beat them, you can beat anybody. Now, I, granted, if you beat them, you're probably going to play Duke. So, we'll see what happens there. I don't think they'll play Duke. They'll play Michigan State. Okay. We'll get to that whenever we get to our okay. picks. Okay. Well, I think that's all the games from yesterday. No, we didn't get to talk about the Michigan-Tennessee game enough. Well, we just want to talk about it. Tennessee. Blue. I did not watch the game, actually. So, I did want to talk about Jawan Howard after the game, going up to Tyson Chandler, and pretty much holding him while he cried. <laughs> I want that blasted from every fucking outlet that fucking tried to drag Jawan Howard through the mud, that tried to say he should be fired for smacking somebody's nose off. <laughs> all he was doing was playing, I got your nose. That's all he was doing, and y'all yeah, made a big thing about it. That's what it was. Y'all said he should be fired. Y'all said he didn't get suspended for enough. Y'all said all this crap, and you drug him through the mud for smacking some dude across the mouth. I myself have been known to let things get out of control in the heat of the moment. I myself have been known to do things that I regret whenever I am at the peak of pissed off. You are so also, I understand what well, happened. You are also not a coach of a Division One program. Yeah, I, I don't care. You gotta don't have situation. Well, you sh- it, it's a, it's a thing. You have to have situational awareness. I'm I'm and both things can be true. I don't think he's a bad person. I think he got fucking heated. I just don't like what the national media does to people. And they're doing it to Sean Watson now too. So we'll get to that too. But I did not expect Michigan to win. No, I didn't either. Dickinson is a problem. That being said, I did avoid that game in every bet that I played. I did not I had bet that no game. No fucking nope. idea. I had a bad feeling. But I, thank I, God. Because I would if I would have bet on that game, it would have been Tennessee. I did love to see Juwan Howard embracing Tyson Chandler whenever he was he was bawling his eyes out. He was sad. He was, you know, I get it. But I did not expect him to go out of his way to go to an opponent's team and embrace one of the players that is just fucking losing his mind. That was cool to see. Just a little human moment. We get too caught up in social media and trying to drag everybody through the mud and talk the most shit. It was nice to see a good human moment, a compassion moment. I enjoy seeing that. Other than that, Michigan shot fifty percent. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Thirty-eight percent from three. That's fucking. That's fantastic. What Dickinson finish with? Um, twenty-seven. Woo! He's a problem. He reminds me of Sabonis so much. It's eight for thirteen from the field, three for five from three. Yeah. Lefty stroke too. Tennessee shot eleven percent from three. That Yikes! Explains it. That's what happened. That sounds like woo pig basketball. It does not sound like Tennessee when they played us because no. Kennedy Chandler started off like. Damn five. it, I kept calling him Tyson Chandler like the NBA player. It's not what <laughs> I meant to say. God bless America. He was 9 for 19, 1 for 3 from 3. 
Not his best game. Bad time for not. I mean, nine for nineteen is not terrible, and one for three is not awful. It's still thirty three percent. It's not, but if Tennessee shooting eleven percent from three, they're dead. Yeah, somebody else shot historically awful in that. If they shot one for or two for whatever, someone else must have gone at least zero for four. Uh, zero for five, maybe. Who did it? Somebody did it. I smell. James it. shot zero for six from three. Bingo! There's five the big buffer. Five for thirteen from the field. Well, yeah. What Zagler do? Anything? Not really. Four for nine from the field. Zero for four from three. Eight points. Ugh, that's bad. Yeah, that's their spark guy. Uh, if he, the spark guy can't find out. a spark, you're you're oh. gonna have some motor failure. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh FedEx man, right. fuck we doing? Let's get into let's get into today. Let's get into today. Let's hear your bets you place whilst what oh, whilst you look <laughs> while I pull up the bracket. Okay, so here's my bet today, and it's not going to happen, and I'm going to freak out. You know what? Good good energy only. It is going to hit. Good vibes. You cannot. I'm not going to shit on my own bet. And bring upon the bad energy. I'm not going to do it. It's going to hit. Here we go. Five element parlay. Ten dollar, ten bucks. I had ten bucks left in my account. Figured I'd slap that over there. I need Houston at Illinois. Houston at Illinois to win by at least three and a half. God damn it! I hate half points, but I need them to win by at least three and a half. I need Michigan State to lose by less than six and a half points. I think Tom Izzo is going to have him going. I wanted to bet money line, but I was too scared. So I went with the points because I'm a bitch. So six and a half. Wisconsin to win against Iowa State by at least four and a half. Texas upset special over Purdue. Possible. Which apparently isn't that crazy because it's only plus 135. Well, Purdue just lost a lot of or been in a ton of close games. You get yourself into close game. <laughs> you get yourself into close games in the tournament. Anything can happen. That's why. That's why this point spread parlay thing you got going makes me terribly nervous. And here's the scariest one: Texas Tech by eight against Notre Dame. I don't think that's scary. I think that's eight points is frightening. A backdoor fucking layup whenever the game's already over and they go and push it to six. I am fucked. Notre Dame is not good. Pretenders agreed. Just like Alabama, Texas pretenders Tech is not. So, again, Houston three and a half to win by at least three and a half. Michigan State to lose by less than six and a half. Wisconsin to win by at least four and a half. Texas upset and a Texas Tech eight point dub. Ten bucks, turn you into 320. Scary stuff. But what better time to bet on scary stuff than now? Got two parlays myself. Ooh, let's hear them. Got three leg parlay. It's all upsets. By ones that I could see. Problem is, I'm going to have to wait till next weekend because I do have Carolina over UCLA. But today, I got Miami over I Auburn. I don't like to hear that, by the way. Miami over Auburn money line would be Oof. fantastic. Now, crazy things have happened. Miami, I had, I had a, I had Miami and Virginia Tech in the first round. Virginia Tech fucked me. Miami almost did. They were up big, and then they let them storm back. Luckily, they pulled it out. But this parlay, I got Miami over Auburn. Their pullout game strong. I had to say it <laughs> as you walked into it. Carolina over UCLA. Texas over Purdue. 
Carolina over UCLA? Yes. Fuck you. Ten, ten bucks there gets you one. Your piece fuck. 188. Yeah, just because you bet on that, it'll hit. And I'm going to fucking go throw myself off the damn bridge. I have been hot this tournament. Well, I have not. Uh, and then this I'm one. I'm a terrible gambler. I bet on, I told Dakota this, I bet on what I want to happen. I bet on what I wish would happen. Yeah. And that is a terrible recipe. <laughs> I mean, just all time stooge of bets. I'm, God damn it. I just use my fucking heart too much. And I use the, I try to, I try to bet on parody. Like, what do I want to happen? How cool would it be to see Tom well, you, Izzo you beat to, Coach K on his farewell tour? Like, how crazy would that be? To win yourself $1,000 off 10 bucks. That's correct. And so. that's why I never hit, ever. There's a reason those odds are there. Yeah, correct. And I will learn the hard way, and so will my wallet and family. <laughs> uh, this next one. Hey, baby, you want to go get something to eat? Mm-mm. We can't, cannot today. We can't. Cannot for the next four days. <laughs> we can't eat. Did uh, you get the ramen I requested? This <laughs> This one is... That's what happened for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. A little more realistic. Fucking devastating. This one's 10 bucks to win you 200 We got Villanova. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty underdog odds there. But it's not. Check it out. Villanova Check it out. over Ohio State. Duke over Michigan State. Don't love that. Illinois over Houston. In my bracket, I picked Michigan State to beat Duke, just for the record. Illinois over Houston. Texas Tech over Notre Dame. The Kofi Coburn action, huh? Iowa State over Wisconsin. Hit me back with it one more time. Iowa State over Wisconsin. I need to feel it. Texas Tech over Notre Dame. Oh, Iowa State over Wisconsin, too? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, Illinois over Houston. Duke over Michigan State. Villanova over Ohio State. Plus 1,900. Sheesh. The biggest odds have got to be that Iowa State game. Plus 165. That's it? Okay. Illinois over Houston's one plus one fifty. The rest of them are favorites. Okay. I mean, I'm rooting for you. I just don't love that. <laughs> but what does Tyler know? He's been wrong about goddamn everything. We're risking twenty bucks here. Yeah, exactly. To, to potentially win three. I mean, you're risking an eighth of a tank of gas. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Correct. But I saw a thing on Twitter yesterday, dude. It said, uh, whenever I get paid next, I'm gonna I'm gonna what it, what, what was it? Whenever I get, fuck, I can't remember the whenever I get part. Whenever I get rich or whenever I get paid, I can't remember. I'm going to start stashing gas in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking died. With those bets in mind. Also do love to see the, I did that, I did this Joe Biden stickers all over the gas pumps. (laughs) Every time I get there, I smile. What's, What's crazy is people were using this a long time ago. And now it's like, holy shit, gas yeah. has doubled since then. We were freaking out whenever it went over like $2.10. Gas was $1.50 a year and a half ago. $1.46 in P Ridge every time I'd go. So nobody's buying gas. Well, we were using our own shit. Everybody was quarantined. <laughs> but well, we but never were because we were essential. The, essential. Remember that? No, yeah. I haven't got a hat that says essential worker oh, from yeah. when else. <laughs> yeah. All right, with those beds in mind, here's the games today. Hit me with your best shot. Houston, Illinois. Houston minus three and a half. Yeah. Taking that all day. That's in my parlay. What do you say? I'm a poet. I didn't know it. <laughs> I might lay in the bay and eat some hay. That's Just may. Game. That's going to be a good game. It starts in four minutes. Yeah. That is going to be a fantastic game. Then we got Villanova, Ohio State. Villanova minus five. I I may actually go right now and place a bet on, on the point spread. 
minus five. Ohio Who? State stinks. Villanova and Ohio State. Uh, I don't think Ohio State stinks. I think they stink. Who did they beat last week? Ohio State or last game? They they were underdogs, I believe. Oh, uh, Loyola Chicago. Yeah, they were underdogs in that game. Loyola Chicago was favorites. Well, they both stink. <laughs> you might be right. I mean, I wasn't that impressed with Ohio State in that game. I'm not. Um, but I mean, they have good players. They just can't seem to figure it out. But four fifteen today, we got Duke, Michigan State. Give me Michigan State. Give me Duke. Give me Michigan Gentleman's State. Gentlemen's bet. Gentlemen's bet. I have spoken. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I need you to know that when you declare something, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> or, I do yeah. declare. <laughs> uh, we got Ohio. Come Iowa on, State. You can do it. Iowa State, Wisconsin. You give him Wisconsin. Wisconsin minus four. Give him minus four. Gentleman's bet. You give me the points for gentleman's bet? Yeah, minus four. All right. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. Texas Tech, Notre Dame. We need to make, you know what we need to do? We need to come up with? May have to see if we can get a single response on Twitter. No, but, we're out. Moving <laughs> but on. But there has to be repercussions to the gentleman's bet's losses starting this episode. Here's what I think. We tally him up all through the rest of the tournament, mm-hmm. and then we make some some sort of a strategy on what the loser has to do, like a like just like a granted much different circumstances, but like what we used to do with the ice water challenge and shit, like something like that. Yeah, loser has to do something embarrassing. It will be Tyler, so let's right. take it easy a little bit. <laughs> we'll brainstorm it, and we'll stream it, post it. Nobody do it somewhere where everybody can see. Nobody will care. I will put my head and arms in the little thing, like back in the fucking uh, medieval days, and let people throw tomatoes at my head or something. People would have to give a shit what we post on. They would, and they don't. So, <laughs> uh, Texas Tech, Notre Dame. Texas Tech minus eight. Give me the fucking points all day long. I agree. Miami, Auburn. Auburn minus seven. This one's got a tricky hip. This one is... Interesting. This one's real bandy, just like licorice. This one's 645. God damn, I need Miami to win this game. It's not going to happen, dude. I think Auburn's slightly overrated. I do, too. I do, too. They go cold. I think they're good, but overrated. But did Miami really impress you against USC? They did not. <laughs> they did, and then they shit all over it. They were. They put me in a good headspace, and then they just continued to let UFC. U, Whoa. USC come back. Taking down the whole Dana White establishment. It was, they they went four or five minutes without scoring a point. Problematic. Yes. That has happened. We have lived that on a game-to-game basis. That has happened a lot in this tournament. The amount of times I've seen no baskets in the last X minutes, concerning. Yes. Texas and Purdue at 740. Upset me. This one whoop, whoop. will be the one whoop, whoop. that That's the alarm. makes me exhausted. I'll not be able to go to sleep after this game. And we have another what one. What time is that, that game? 7.40. I may fall asleep by the end of it. <laughs> and then after that, we got Arizona and TCU. I will not watch that. Arizona minus 9.5. Give me that. Give me those points. Will not touch that. Or look at it or see it or anything. That will have the least amount of viewers in the entire tournament. Guaranteed. I don't know. It is the last game. Anybody who's still awake is going to watch it. The problem is no one will be awake. <laughs> oh, they'll be awake. East Coast is going to be what time? later yeah <laughs> but i guess west coast is two hours behind us so they can catch it but i don't i don't foresee that happening 
I need. I feel like we say this every year. Find a way to stack these games where you can have games every fucking day. Yeah, I am going to be so sad. For what the am next I supposed to do betwixt Thursday and Sunday? So Sunday you mean Sunday to Thursday, yeah. But Sunday to Friday, because it days. doesn't start till Friday, I don't think. No, those games Thursday. Are you shitting me? Arkansas Gonzaga, I don't love that. Arkansas Gonzaga plays Thursday. I fucking hate that. Because I have to catch it on my phone while I'm working if it comes on at an earlier time. Don't love that. Uh, there's four games Thursday. Don't love any of that. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Probably some TDBs in there. And full transparency, I am picking Gonzaga and to cover. So take that. Do with it what you will and do what every other Twitter person has been telling me and say that it sounds like you don't like winning and it sounds like you don't like Mus. No, but there it is. That's what I'm saying. That's it. I may do it just to hedge my happiness. That way if we lose. No, because your brain's telling you we're going to get slapped. Potentially. But it's it's a win-win either way. Chet Holmgren is going to fucking destroy (laughs) us. Oh my God. What if they put Connor in? They won't. You can't. The exact same frame as him, except not good at basketball. Not good. Oh, if Musk does it, I'll never forgive him. (laughs) If we have played people with height and he has not even hinted at putting him in, the tournament ain't the time. Matter of fact, the tournament last year is when he got put exclusively on the bench. Not going to happen. He's gone to bigger and better things than J.B. Hunt. <laughs> also, I have to... not not. I'm not doing this to humble Arkansas fans. I'm doing this as a... Who, who cares if people have difference of opinions than you? Here's what I'm thinking. I saw a Muslim's wife tweet last night. If I see anybody saying anything negative about Arkansas getting to the Sweet 16... I will block you. I will also take my husband's phone and block you too. What the fuck is that about, dude? That's a normal human reaction. No, it's fucking soft. That's a normal human Okay, reaction. so you have you have people out here that aren't impressed. You know why you're saying that? Because you probably heard in the stadium, probably heard from a lot of people saying, well, that wasn't very good. Because it wasn't. So what? You want a, you want a fucking dirty, gross, grimy game. Who cares? Don't, well, anybody who thinks different than me, I'm blocking you. That's just soft. I don't like that shit. Like, prove the, live to prove those people wrong. Live to shut them up. Like, yeah, you hey, did you that. see that game? Look I at that shit. just subjecting yourself to being berated constantly because people don't like you is unnecessary. It's not that people don't like them. People just don't like the results of the game. That's all it well, is. That's what I'm saying. If every time you opened your goddamn phone, it was just everybody in the country talking shit to you why the fuck would you want to do i think it's the i think it's the large minority that it's the minority that's it's talking about the vocal minority but people don't consistently like if if 85 percent of your interactions every time you open your phone is negative i'm not fucking putting up with that shit either that's gonna make you in a terrible fucking mood constantly i guess so i guess i see that side of it and she has zero fucking control over the outcome of that shit. That, so for her I to be sit there and open it and just deal with the shit all the time. And for the idiots that are out there like tagging her and tagging Muslim and ta- I get that. So I guess I, I guess I do get that. I, I guess I would prefer to hear like anybody who's tagging me in some negative shit. I'm blocking you. Okay. I get that. There's, you're never going to have a fan base. That's completely happy with everything that happens when we're not covering right now in the tournament. That, that's it. That's all it is. No one. <laughs> I just wish it wasn't this cancel culture type approach. Here's, things. here's my thing. Say everything else aside, say Arkansas wins the championship, mm-hmm. but we win a 53-48 game. 
Is anybody going to be sitting here saying, well, that was an ugly game? No, because it's probably going to be against a worthy opponent. We have not well, played no, a worthy that's opponent. Not, that's not my point. The point is we could play terribly. If we win the championship, nobody cares. That Correct, should be, it doesn't matter. That should be every fucking – in this tournament, it's win or go home. If you win – Fuck it. So we sit, behind us. We, we sit up here and talk shit about people who don't cover and lose horrible games and look terrible. We just made fun of North Carolina for blowing this lead. Like, we live to just make fun and laugh at other teams who don't play good against opponents. But then whenever our team plays terrible against a bad opponent, we're like, hey, we shouldn't be saying bad things. No, we can say we can say that it was, I don't know how many times we've said on this show and anywhere else that it was, we don't win. Pretty games. We win ugly games. Yeah, but if you say it, you should be muted for it. Like, I, I respect her decision. Like, if that's what you want to live with, okay, I mean. No, if you, that's the thing. Acknowledging, like, hey, this was bad, this was bad, but we won, I'll take it. I don't think that's what she's talking about. I think it's only hitting the negative shit. Oh, well, then, yeah, the I get that. I'm not opposed to saying, what, what was, like, the whole everything was bad in that game. But we won, and I am happy that we won. I think food for thought and open discussions are crucial towards actually improving. Yeah. And I think if you silence that and you try to bury it down and pretend that it's not a thing, well, then now you're just lying to yourself and telling yourself that it leads to when we lose to Gonzaga, if we, sorry, if we lose to Gonzaga handily, everyone's going to say, what, what the fuck? How'd this happen? Well, because you muted anybody who said that these things look real bad. You told yourself it was all only good. And then you're shocked whenever we get beat by a by a superior team. Like, I just I think it's crucial in learning. And I'm not Musselman's personal you know friend or coach and anybody he listens to. So I he I know he doesn't care about my opinion, but I think it's important to see some of the downsides and acknowledge that there are possibly bad lineup decisions, bad personnel, tired legs on the floor who can't jump anymore and and make shots. I think listening to that matters. And I think that's why I side so much with um, Sam Pittman because he pays attention to those things. Now, he has openly come out and said, anybody who says anything bad about me, I am blocking them. But I've seen him have debates with people on Twitter. I've seen him see somebody say something about what happened in the game, and he'll go in there and, hey, this, 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 and this, and move on. Pittman acknowledges it. He takes it uses it for fuel if he wants to. Like, he doesn't just silence it and pretend none of those things. Like, I think it's, I don't know. I just think it's crucial. I, I guess I'm being stupid and fucking yeah, but poetic. Yeah, but hasn't done this. This is his wife saying that she was going to do it, which we've already agreed. Fair, and if it was fair. my wife having to see a bunch of things and I'm a coach and all she's seeing is people talk shit about yeah. the team, I would expect and nothing less than her to say, fuck this. I don't think it's like the... No, Tay has lazy pass, like that type of thing. I think it's every time we, when we win a game, it's like, oh, this team fucking sucks. You can fuck off. Like, you have, if you have no basis on this whatsoever, if you're just bitching. I know my wife wouldn't want to see that shit. Hey, I, me, if all your, it's, oh, this, this team sucks. This must sucks. Like, this shit, because there are vocal minority people that just do that. They have no, no basis, no logic behind it. They just want to be pissy. Yeah. You fuck off somewhere. Two things, and I think the most people who are pissy are the heavy gamblers, are the people that put a lot of money on lines on a week-to-week basis, and they're proud of Arkansas, they're proud of where they're from, they want to throw it in people's face that Arkansas is good, and time and time again, they're putting heavy money on us to cover, and we don't in the tournament. I think, a lot, I think most people that are just negative to be negative are the back-in-my-day people. That's what it is. It's yeah. not the olds. It's the olds. 
fucking sick of them anyway. I'm fucking sick of them. But I just think two things can be true, and I think we can acknowledge that certain things aren't good and that we're also happy with a win. Definitely. And just pretending that the certain things aren't good aren't happening will not change the fact that they are happening. That's all that, that, That's all I'm getting at. I understand that his wife, after us having a little back and forth here, I understand that his wife probably doesn't like seeing that shit. I also don't think, even if you were taking things into account, that anything is going to change based off what anybody says at this point in the tournament. You have to stick with what got you there at this point. If you start changing shit and you lose because of it, you're not going to be able to sleep with that. Yeah, the regular season was the time to experiment with that, and Correct. I am still pissed that we and never it did. it didn't happen. But, like, Kamani Johnson, man. Kamani right. Johnson needs to be on the fucking court, man. I was, when I, we were watching that Gonzaga-Memphis game last night. It was, uh, they were talking about Gonzaga had two bench points, and I was like, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Lots of tired people. Let's see how it goes. Yep, we will. The transition music a little bit ago was to get into baseball, and then we got sidetracked. Yes. August get into baseball. baseball. Said it before. They're back. You go off. I got to pee. The bats have been awoken. Is that right? Sounds right. I believe you're right because you have proven me wrong time and time again with <laughs> well, pronunciation. But that one felt wrong coming out of my mouth. We've got. That's what she said. <laughs> our pitching continues to be very good. That was not my concern. We played some Sisters of the Blind going into SEC play, put up a bunch of runs. Run ruled two games. We're hitting grand slams, we're hitting bombs. Everybody's excited. Keep the runs coming. Love to see it. Even worked in a little small ball there. A couple squeezes. We got Bob Moore doing what's got to be done. Bob Moore continued to do what's got to be done yesterday. I think it was yesterday. One of the two games this weekend got him a home run. Love to see it. Which which one was the Friday game? Friday nine to three. That's what Arkansas wins against Kentucky nine to three in the SEC opener. Michael Turner continues to be consistent. Two for four, scored three runs, one walk. He's batting three sixty five. Love to see that. Lanzili scored two runs. Possible Guinness Book World Record of duration of your nation right there. <laughs> The, what if this will fucking, there we go. Struggling to load over? Yeah, it's not, it's not cooperating. I don't know. Arkansas wins 9-3 in the, in the SEC opener from Friday. I That's will take I mean. that all day. Going into yesterday's game, had a little, put some steaks on the grill, put some connected sausage on the grill. Mm, steam, I don't know what that is. Hell steam yeah. some broccoli. Some lemon pepper broccoli, some did not smash that. Some smashed potatoes, the little we call them little little potato like the new potatoes, whatever you call them, little round ones. Mm-hmm. And we made some of those. Took a mason jar and just smashed them. Put some parmesan, garlic, what have you on there. Mm, delicious. Oh wow! New Mexico State's Chris Jans is finalizing a deal to become the next head coach of Mississippi State. Hmm. Official announcement expected soon. That's from John Rothstein. Nice. Pretty wild. I think I got that backwards. I think that was yesterday's game. Anyway, where are we? Peyton Stovall is batting average. He, you know, was a big fan of him early, was not hitting the ball well early. 
I said excellent plate discipline. He got a got a fair amount of walks. His batting average is up to three fifty one. He's on a ten game hit streak. Arkansas bats have awoken. Connor Nolan this weekend six innings pitch, one run run, seven strikeouts, two walks. He's stud. fucking stud. Thank God he picked baseball. Stud alert. QB did not work. Not so much. Pitcher smash. Robert Moore three for four, two runs, three RBIs. Love to see that it. is fantastic. Zach Gregory had a two run double. Love to see it. Brayden Webb, not entirely sure what's going on. That's plate problematic. Batting a nice one twenty five. In the outfield, they continue to talk about how he's the best center fielder Van Horn's ever coached. I don't know how it's possible. He did misplay a ball this weekend that ended up hitting off the base of the fence that I think he thought was gone. Maybe not. I don't know how you're going to... If this lineup keeps hitting the way they're hitting, you can put him in there. It's no big deal. Other people will pick up the slack. You got a cold bat? You got all blue squares? It's not good. I mean, he hit that grand slam, and I think that's still his only... Eh, no, it can't be. Possibly only home run. He was one for four, but that for sure. He was one for four yesterday. At no better time, though, for that home run. This game is Friday's game. I was wrong. The game I spoke on previously was yesterday's game. Flip it. Reverse it. (laughs) Put your thing down. Um... They play, Arkansas plays noon today, baseball. I don't know, they're going for the sweep. TDB. TDB. <laughs> Arkansas baseball back, I'm saying it. I mean, I'm with it. I'm sipping that Kool-Aid. Ramage is also making his way. Well, he has a cool name. What do you expect? Back to the list. Uh-oh. He's making his way back to the list. Speaking of the list, Evan Taylor was already on the list. Firmly. Planted on the list. Also, could you say irremovable? No, I will not. Okay, nobody is at that point. <laughs> uh, Lyle Lockhart on Twitter. I saw him refer to him as Tugboat Taylor coming in relief. Well, that will be a thing now. That's sticking for sure. And he was a fucking problem. Still on the list right now. We got Evan Taylor, Heston Toll, Elijah Trust. This was Arkansas relievers that I trust. Since I took Wiggins off the list, it has to be Arkansas pitchers. Connor Nolan firmly on the list. Hagen Smith firmly on the list. Doesn't sound like there's many, many people that aren't on it. Well, there's there's enough <laughs> that it is concerning, depending on which situation we get into. I don't know where you want to go after this. And I fucking know. We're going to do hypotheticals at the end again? Yeah. Okay. NFL. Deshaun Watson's a goddamn brown. Deshaun Watson's a brown for football reasons. Has absolutely nothing to do that he was guaranteed $230 million after he turned them down 48 hours before. Only football reasons. Give me a fucking break. I think after Baker Mayfield saw that and made that big, long spiel on social media, the Browns said, Welp, uh, we might want to try to get back on the horn with uh, Watson because now we don't even have a fucking starting quarterback. We'll give you whatever you want. What do you want? You tell me it's in because we don't fucking have anybody. Now they gave up three firsts, two thirds, and received, I think, a fourth in return from Houston and Deshaun Watson. They I, didn't have to give up any any current players. I would do that deal. They didn't have to give up anybody on their roster. Keep the exact same roster except bump your quarterback from C to A. I would make that trade as well. A hundred percent. As a Steelers fan, I would make that trade as well. Yes. 
they also did him a solid by making his salary for this upcoming year a million dollars. So that if he gets suspended, he's losing $55,000 game checks instead of the astronomical amount he would lose. Now, granted, he's still not getting paid for a year, assuming that it's a year-long suspension. I also do not think he gets suspended. Do you know why? He so was either. pretty much suspended last year for the entire year. He was not allowed to play. So you're gonna you did that because you thought that the criminal cases would be just in case the criminal cases would hit him. I understand it. I respect the the approach, but then they didn't. So he was suspended a year. the The criminal cases did not hit. Now what? You're gonna double penalize him? They, I mean, it's the NFL. They definitely would. I don't think. I think by law you can't. I heard Shannon Sharp say something about this last week that you can't double penalize a player if the well, reason you had been penalizing him was gone, you can no longer, I think. Well, that was a team thing. It wasn't an NFL thing. Houston just. I think that's what it is. I think the him. team and the NFL can't instate the same penalty. I think that's what it is. He well, said something that made it sound like it was an actual. I don't, like, I don't think that's going to apply because he got paid last year for those games he didn't play. Did he? Yeah. So he didn't actually lose shit. I guess these 22 civil cases, something comes out there, then they're, they're, they're going to be forced to. Oh, they will. They'll, yeah. they'll do I mean, you have to, because if he did do something wrong, optics. even if it's civil, which let's not get into the meat and potatoes of some of the things that civil, civil things that have happened with not only players, but coaches, front office, right. regular people like you and I have been caught up with, and then pretend that Deshaun Watson shouldn't be allowed to play football because of some civil cases. No, if anything happens, it'll be... Because there are people that are saying that now. Wow, the Browns really traded for him. This just goes to show how good you are in foot. Mitchell Schwartz is one of them. I can't believe somebody who, just because their play on the field, that trumps their play, their conduct off the field. It's always been that way in the NFL. Yeah, this is kind of. No, pretty much always. Let's look at some of the things that have been suspended, people have been suspended for and not suspended for, and let's see the consistency here. That's what I'm saying. How long was Ray Rice suspended? That's what I'm saying. Right. The play on the field always trumps the issues off. It's, it's the same thing like with the Antonio Brown stuff. It's like, does your distraction, does your play outweigh the distraction? If the answer is yes, nobody cares. Right, wrong, or indifferent. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. That that has been consistent. Also, how dare the Browns? I don't know. I mean, Browns fans will understand fully, and I'm not saying that just because they got a good quarterback. Uh, if you're if you have been, the wording of the notification that I got was fucking hilarious. It's not hilarious now because they ended up with him. But when they said the Browns have been informed that they are out of the running for Deshaun Watson, Baker's clearly pissy. He's gone. The Browns are in quarterback purgatory again, and we all know how long it took him last time to find somebody who's as good as Baker. Like 20 years. And it seemed to lock, according to the reports, that he was going to Atlanta. Yeah, I, like I, I think we, I mean, me and you have talked about it, I don't know about it on here. I never bought the Atlanta shit. It's just way too much that has to happen. It just, when they came into that conversation, it just very much seemed like they were trying to make Carolina or the Saints overpay. Up until it happened, I was I firmly believed he was going to the Saints. Well, I believe he's from Georgia, right? Right. And I so I understand the connection, but on the Falcon side of things, I know they kept pushing the Colleys, our ball boy. Matt Ryan's cap hit and the makeup of that team. I think he would have been the one that was being traded to the Texans. They would have to accept that incoming thing and they could restructure shit, but that would be he would be going to But but if if I'm the Texans, am I accepting that deal? No. I'm not no. So he can wave his no trade clause to Atlanta. That don't mean he gets fucking traded to Atlanta. Well, the reports had shown that they had already accepted and approved of the trade offer from Atlanta, Cleveland, and one other place. I can't remember the other place. 
The Saints. Yeah, Saints. They had approved all trade packages. So uh, wherever Watson said he was going to go, that's where he was going to go. So I think it did come down, according to the reports, of course. These are all Twitter reports. But according to those reports, Watson what preferred Cleveland over. I'm assuming the fully guaranteed contract probably weighs Is heavily. 100% what happened. Yeah, and the ability to make your cap hit only a million on the first year. That way you don't get fucked completely financially if there is some sort of a... Because know. initially when he was out on the Browns, nothing changed between then and when he accepted it, except the $230 million guarantee. The Baker thing happened after that, but... But, uh, no, I mean, as far as he's concerned, that doesn't matter. Right, right, if he's right. taking the trade the first time around, Baker's and if, done. And if that did matter, he would Baker would have been involved in the trade, and he wasn't. Right. So, that, the thing that... I think they thought they could get they can get some more picks in return if they trade him versus take send him to Houston. Why I thought he was going to the Saints, it just makes so much sense. Like, the, the Saints, I have no idea how they went from, like, $70 million over the cap to $30 million under it, but if he goes there... It's good for him. It's good for the Saints. The Texans the Texans would be way more likely to be able to squeeze players out of it with the picks because the Saints need to create fucking cap space. Like, they are overpaying. They have to be overpaying people if they're that far over the cap unless everybody's cap had hit at the same time. But it gives them Lattimore, some Lattimore, Cam Jordan, Demario Davis. You're a Taysom lot more Hill. likely to be able to squeeze a starter out of that trade than with anybody else. Nobody else has to fucking throw people in there. Clearly, the Browns did not. I think they said Jameis Winston's... A- Likely to re-sign with them now, so. I would hope so. People are scrambling right now. The Colts, Saints, which there goes us ever, us getting the quarterback that we want. Malik Willis, if he's still there, will be taken by the Saints. Yeah. Which I I think he'll end up going top five at this point. Like I, The hype on him is, has gone through the roof. This, the shit that happens every year, you get, this is the, we're all, we Maybe Corral falls to you, though. I think this is the best quarterback. I don't think they'll take him, though. You don't think so? No. I would I would want them to if I, I was would, I would without a quarterback. Him. I would take him. I won't be fucked up. I about can't it. deny he looked pretty pretty damn good. I won't be fucked up about it if they don't. At this point, at this point, they got to take a fucking receiver. They're all gone. Mm. They're all gone. All of your eh players are gone. Any we didn't we didn't have receiver depth last year anyway. Yeah, but you kept the ones that are good. Two. We have two receivers that are good. They're not just but, bums. I'm aware of that. We have two receivers. You having Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, I'm considering Travis Kelsey a receiver in this scenario because he basically is. You needed more receivers. I don't even know who the fuck they are. We on if you have to count Travis Kelsey as a tight end, I know he he makes his I'm his, saying for playmaking purposes. But I'm using that because everyone likes to say that the Chiefs have an all star roster and it's unfair and we really have a freak receiver and a freak tight end. That, that's it. But that's my point. We only have two receivers. One of them is consistently... At least you got Najee. Yes. One of we them is nothing. consistently... Not unproductive. Like Every ball that Ben threw to Claypool was bad. But, for whatever reason, we get production out of Deontay Johnson. That's it. Consistently, that's it. James Washington, we had a sure-handed deep Where threat. Where did he go? James Washington, Cowboys. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a nice pickup. So, I don't know. They're going to take a receiver. It'll probably be like the fourth and the sixth round. As long Boy, as that Deshaun Watson going to the Browns thing looks a whole lot cooler now. Getting uh, Amari Cooper. Before, it was just like, who cares? Now there's yeah. a competent quarterback. They it's sent, like, ooh. They sent Amari Cooper to the Browns to die. And then he got... One of the top quarterbacks in the AFC now. 
throwing to him. I don't know. It, I mean, we're fucked. We are we are fucked with that division now. You want to talk about Houston's up seventeen to nine? Gross. You want to talk about AFC West getting better around you? AFC North not looking great. So maybe we don't draft a quarterback. We're gonna get slaughtered going to next year's draft. Which I keep seeing everybody like, oh, we're going to next year's better quarterback draft. Is it CJ Stroud and Bryce Young? That's all I know. And they will be one two. I guess it depends on who gets those picks, but they'll be high for sure. Hope, truly, God, people are going to take Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. And, uh, that, and that's not to say, like, I think CJ Stroud is good. It's I just think you guys Ohio's, have done. I think Ohio you guys State have done thing. decent in free agency. Oh, we have for you sure. Signed a decent lineman. Uh, didn't overpay to to rekeep people. Mostly because you couldn't. You addressed a quarterback who could be a good stopgap. You improved the offensive line. I believe you paid one person three-year, $30 million deal. He was good. And then you got another guy for a lesser tier deal. Yeah, we get, we got him. He's, he's a guard that's going to play center. We need to, if we draft the true center so we can have Kendrick Green, we drafted last year, he was a guard, we made play center. And you can clearly find him. Look, we get Creed Humphreys at the end of the second round. Play his original position. This dude, put him back at guard. You got to tackle. You brought Chukes back. Address that offensive line with your early picks, and you I got, think you guys are in business. You got great value for Miles Jack. Fantastic signing. If Devin Bush doesn't improve this year with Miles Jack next to him and Brian Flores on the staff, see ya. I think you're going to see an improvement. I, I would fucking hope so. You traded up for him, and now you have surrounded him with talent. My biggest leadership note of confusion in Pittsburgh is why hasn't Mika got that deal? I don't, I don't want to know what that deal's going to be. I just don't understand why it hasn't happened. It, it gives you cap relief on the front end. I don't I don't get it. I would imagine that's going to be the last thing we do just to make sure there's not anything out there that goes that we miss out on, which at this point, I don't know what else we would get. Still waiting to see where Landon Collins goes. Uh, Still waiting to see where Lyle Collins goes. Yeah, I heard he left the Bengals Teron, with no offer. Teron Armstead is still out there. Yep, I heard he left the Bengals. That'd be a good, that'd honestly be a great signing for you guys to oh, get Lyle would. Collins. But I'm assuming if he has not been signed at this point, everybody's on the same page. That was the biggest lineman in free agency. He's wanting something big. Uh, J.D. McKissick backed out on his deal with the Bills and went back to the Commanders. I thought that was a very good pickup for the Bills to get J.D. McKissick. Very valuable. I mean, he's he's very good. I always keep him on the bench in fantasy because he's shockingly good. Um, that was weird to see him back out. I'm still waiting to see where the edge rusher dude, what uh, Zadarius Smith, still waiting to see where he goes. He backed out of Baltimore. Thank God. Uh, we got to talk about Juju going to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about that. I've been waiting on this for over a year. I'm so fucking happy. I love Juju. Don't love the antics, but it's just who he is. He's just a young dude. Mm-hmm. Enveloped in in for, to for what the, any, the hot thing is. Any fan base, and he's probably making money off it too. So. Well, for sure. Any fan base that was, and I don't, I don't think this played into his decision. It could have. Any fan base that he was going to walk into that he would not have heard much about the TikTok shit is the Chiefs. Because they, they have been subjected to Jackson Mahomes for so long that who gives a fuck yeah. what Juju does. And Brittany. Juju just does it, it it's his in, brand. in opportune times. Yeah. Jacksons are the ones that are bad. That are bad. Yeah, you ain't going to see Juju standing on top of uh, anybody's memorial dancing. No. Um, I also think that the fan base will embrace him even more because we've been waiting for what seems like a fucking eternity for us to do anything in free agency. 
Well, he's a super likable guy. So we're super fucking hungry for something. Give us something to fucking hang our hat on. And then they announced the Juju thing, which we thought was going to happen last year. It didn't. Uh, we compensated him fairly. A year for $10.5 million. That's a pretty good fucking one-year deal. And it's mostly incentive-laden. It's like a $3 million base. Um, so it's like, a, oh, my God, we're, we're not doing anything. What the fuck? All the big names are going places. And then it's like, Juju to Kansas City. And everybody's like, oh, thank God. Thank you, Juju. Jesus. Well, every time he talks. like He's a genuine dude. He's a mm-hmm. likable dude. So, And when he's healthy, he's good. Very good. So I am very fucking happy that we got Juju. That is a very good slot receiver. Very good possession guy. Big body. But still has feet. Yeah. I'm very, 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 very happy, happy that we got Juju. And I pray that it turns into a long-term deal for him this next offseason. I hope his production is going to be fantastic. I I think it will actually help Miko Hardman having a very viable number two receiver that you have to fucking acknowledge, not Demarcus Robinson. Mm-hmm. You have to acknowledge Juju's presence. Um, I'm very happy, very excited. We still have no running back, which is... <laughs> Just so sad. Just seeing all those lists come out like, oh, it's Chiefs offense, and they put Clyde on there yeah. every time. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> um, also, there was something I wanted to say about the Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs fans out there, it's a sad day because one of the hometown favorite, Byron Pringles, one of the hometown favorites, Byron Pringle, is gone. He is a Chicago Bear. I pray that we resign, uh, not resign. I, I honestly, I don't think it's gonna happen. But deep down, I'm praying that we sign Damian Williams back. He went to the Bears for a year last year. Yeah, had some moments where he looked really good. But I mean, fuck, they have uh, David Montgomery. <laughs> You're not gonna see him much. And he was so fucking miss this year, Damian Williams. Yeah, but this is every year. It doesn't matter who your backup running back is; they do well. So they have to go out and get one. Almost like our. Coaching staff plays the person who's worse, and then a better guy comes in and does better. But whatever. Daryl Williams is better than Clyde. I will fucking forever say it. You and the Cowboys both. What do you mean? Tony Pollard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all understand. Cowboys fans, you get it exactly what I'm talking about here. But Uh, that's about the only news. Where Tyre Matthew goes, I have no idea. I can't wait to see. I did see a Steeler fan pretty much campaigning that he's going to Pittsburgh. Showed him in a picture of a Steelers thing, and it had like 2,000 likes. So, I mean, very dependent on the deal he would get. I'm not directly opposed to it just because we have Minka. Like that, it's not, I'm not, he's not our saving grace in the secondary. No. Like he would be on most teams. That's why I'm not, I don't hate it. I mean, the more leadership we can get on that team, the better. And regardless of what he does or doesn't do on the field, he definitely has the leadership. Rumors are Cowboys and Colts. Uh, also, the destination that Baker Mayfield prefers is the Colts. Uh, I saw the Browns signed, I believe, Jacoby Brissett. Or no, who signed Jacoby Brissett? I think it was the Browns. And the Bills traded for Case Keenum mm-hmm. just for some insurance. I only gave up a seventh-round pick who gives a shit. Right. Uh, Russell, Russell Gage to the mm. Bucks as mm-hmm. well. Nasty. That's a sneaky pick. And Chris Goblin getting a deal. Yeah, did not expect that to happen. Chris Goblin got his payday that he's been begging for. He earned it, deserves it. Absolutely. Very good player. So sad whenever I saw him get hurt. That shit was fucking so rough. Uh, still waiting to see where Odell goes. That's still going to be interesting. You're not going to get him until probably December, but... Speaking of the Rams, Allen Robinson. Three years, 45 fucking milli. I mean, that is Why? the definition of 
Reload. Hey, we don't know if we're going to get Odell back. Let's go get Allen Robinson. Oh, yeah, but except Robert Woods is very good. He is very good. Speaking of him. He's gone. He's now a Titan for a sixth-round pick. You switched out. who You cut Julio and gave up a sixth-round pick to replace Julio's bones. With a much with better Robert, player. With Robert Woods. Boy, people forgot how good Robert Woods is. Now they just need a quarterback. Wait, where'd he go? The Titans. Titans. <laughs> they got a receiver playing fucking <laughs> quarterback. He's he's. A, I think Ryan Tannehill is what everybody thinks Jimmy Garoppolo is. Agreed. He is not going to lose you the game. What Tannehill will? No, that's what I'm saying. About to say we saw him throw three picks in their playoff game and did lose them the game. Yeah, well, for the most part, Tannehill is a safe quarterback. When you have somebody like Derrick Henry that you need, that like the Colts need a Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, they need somebody who's going to turn around, give Jonathan Taylor the ball, can make some throws when they need to. The problem is the Titans have better receivers than the Colts. So yeah, if you have somebody as a like whole, that, yeah. that when you have to make a throw, who the fuck is gonna, who's going to get open? Robert Woods will for the Colts. I mean, oh, Pittman's it. T.Y. Hilton's still a free agent. And uh, what is he at this point? T.Y. Hilton's not going. If if he goes, he'll. This is going to be a Larry Fitzgerald situation. He's he'll gonna, go to the Bucks or something stupid. Now I think he's going to keep getting one year deals with the Colts until he decides to be done. Until they say, "Hey, we ain't giving you a deal." He's like, "All right, I'm retired," which is respectable. I point. think the GM for the Colts is very smart, and I don't see him re-signing T.Y. Hilton just because he uses his brain, not his heart. The opposite of what uh, Dorse, John Dorsey did. Uh, Say for the Bucks, Jordan Whitehead went to the Jets. There was a lot of people that were tying him to the Steelers. I would have been, I'd have been okay with that. He's a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Carlton Davis got re-signed to the Bucks. Uh, did we talk about that Russell Gage thing? Though you're very, that is a very good one. Uh, I saw the report showing that Tom Brady himself uh, called called him and was having a conversation with him, and he didn't believe that it was actually Tom Brady until he looked and looked down and realized that it is fucking really Tom Brady calling him. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm doing this. Which, I don't blame you. Uh, Tara Taylor went to the Giants. Yep. Who which cares? means. Which means Tua might be the guy now. Because everywhere he goes. Yeah. He went, I thought he went to the Giants. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought Dolphins. Fuck, my bad. So that means their next. There person, is no savior for them. Their next guy is going to be the guy. Yeah, good luck. They'll let go of Daniel Jones after this year. Tyra Taylor will start. They'll pick somebody. He'll be fantastic. That's the way she goes. They also released, um, what's that corner they had? Uh, he's from the fucking uh, shit. I want to say the Patriots. Uh, fuck. They had him for two years. Giants did. Son of a bitch. One of their secondaries that had a big a big moment in a game with the Patriots. Go figure. But I can't remember what his damn name is. He got released. I would I would not mind to see him in Kansas City. Hell, at this point, I wouldn't mind to see Joe Hayden in the corner. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I mean, I know Fenton's decent-ish. And fuck, who's our other corner? Oh, Rashard Fenton's not bad. He holds a lot, but he's not bad. Joe Hayden can still play. He's just going to get got every now and then. Yeah, and that's pretty much the story of Kansas City secondary, so why not add somebody else who does the exact same thing? <laughs> uh, I feel like we're missing something, but maybe not. What are we missing, boys? The draft's in a month. The draft's in a month. That's exciting. We didn't. We, we glanced over the Devontae Adams thing. Oh, we didn't even really talk about it. Devontae Adams got fucking paid to go to the Raiders. Raiders. We talked on it on the last episode you haven't heard yet because yeah. we lost the fucking card to upload it. <laughs> that the Raiders 
did everything right on defense and have done nothing on offense. And then, boy, did they hit. They just went out and got Devontae Adams. And gave him all the bags. <laughs> $28 million a year. Tyreek is horny now. That is quarterback <laughs> money. Not now, but when I hear 28 million, I still think. There are quarterbacks in the league that are very good that are not making it's, that. It's kind of like when you think the 90s, you still your brain still thinks 10 years ago. When I hear 28 million, I still think quarterback money. Yeah, except 10 years ago was good God, 2011 man. for us. Gee, right. So 30 years ago was the 90s. We're 30. So we're 30. The Raiders have, not yet, the Raiders have the consistency in Hunter Renfro. They got Devontae Adams. They got, they got Darren, Darren Waller. Waller. Josh Jacobs in the backfield. Yeah, I'm out on Josh Jacobs. He's not great, but he's he's not bad. They got Derek Carr, who can put you back in any game. Correct. He's a better Ryan Tannehill. Blake Bortles. He's a better Ryan Tannehill. Blake Bortles would come on hot at the end. That was Derek, like nine years ago. Derek Carr is just better early on. Like, I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback on a shit team, shit situation. Not a shit situation anymore. Yeah, it's a big deal. What's interesting, though. What's interesting is the AFC West is the greatest fucking division in the history of football <laughs> as a whole ever right now. What happens now with the Packers? It really makes me want to they have know no if receivers. Aaron knew. There's no way. There's no way. Like, I have to know the story. It, I hope he goes on back outside, soon. It seems like, hey, come on back. We got a we got a franchise tag Devontae to get it done. We'll work on a deal after that. And he signs. And apparently he offered they offered the exact same thing as what the Raiders did. And he signs. I find that hard to believe. As I say, but it was probably a Green Bay guy saying that. Gint against probably said that. Gint against put it out personally. And then Rogers signs, and he was like, "All right, let's get this deal done for Devontae." Actually, we got offered like a six round pick or so. So we're gonna send him to Oakland, but don't worry. We're going to draft a receiver. Except the history they will tell you they will not. Like, they have nobody. There are many people. I've seen some mock, some mocks from official, like, big-name people for Green Bay. If they pull this off. I mean, they're in a range. Did you like see what they said? John Dotson. No. In that range. What? Theirs showed Chris Olave mm-hmm. and Traylon Burks to Green Bay. How the fuck are they going to do that? Apparently moving up to get a end-of-the-round first-rounder. And taking a lot with their 20s pick and then taking Burks at the end of the first round to cut off Kansas City. It shows them cutting Kansas City off to take Traylon Burks. I mean, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm not drafting a receiver in the first round anymore. I 100% am. Wh- which pass rush are you going to get in the 30s? None. I mean, if you beat your weight longer than that, you're getting absolute zero. Where's the best value at the end of the first round where people are still good? Well, there's receivers. There's still going to be value of receivers in the third round with how many people are fucking out there. Mm. Depending on, and again, same thing with the Packers strategy of trading back up to get Burks or or, or uh, Olave. If they're if there's a run on receivers, your shit goes out the window. Like how many times we see a mock draft with linemen and then like pick eight, there's like seven in a row. Everybody's strategy's fucked because the first time you see back to back or two out of five happen, everybody's like, oh shit, the linemen are gone. We got to go now. It's just like fantasy. Yeah. First time quarterback goes, it's like, oh shit. Oh boy. See, my brain goes the opposite. It's like, oh, they're gonna everybody's already got their quarterback. I'll be fine. I can wait a few rounds. And then people start taking backups <laughs> and then I'm fucked. It's like, oh, you drafted Aaron Rodgers in the third round. Sure. You need fucking Lamar Jackson now. Yeah. You don't. And now I end up with I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick is my starter. <laughs> so that's why I'm taking Mitch this year. 
Oh, God. We're going to be behind in a lot of games. We need to sling it. And that will be interesting. Devontae Adams is a Raider. That's dirty. Yes. I don't like it. And I need Traylon Burks in a Chiefs uniform. I will buy his jersey immediately. <laughs> I am already going to buy Juju's. That's happening. Bold for a one-year deal. I've always kind of liked Juju, though. What did I tell you whenever y'all drafted him? Before the draft even happened, I said, I like... And I called this on Tyler Lockett, too. I only wanted Tyler Lockett in that draft. That was it. He was a special teams and a receiver dude. Now, he was a big-name receiver. I mean, he won receiver of the fucking year in the conference. But I wanted Lockett, and I wanted Juju Smith-Schuster, were the only people that I fucking liked in those drafts. Both hits. I've always liked Juju. I've always liked Lockett. I have to buy a Juju jersey. And you have to hope that he gets a multi-year deal, and I think he will at the end of this. Again, I think it depends on Tyreek's deal. Well, that will help our cap for the next three years. It'll help it. So you get him a two point, or three year deal, I'm happy. You're gonna have to give him a shorter deal than whatever. Yeah. Tyreek yeah, of course. Is. Tyreek's gonna get a five year deal, and if we can get Juju on a three, I'm Salary happy. cap's all fucking sham anyway at this point. Yeah, it's all fake. Makes no sense. Nice easy transition here. I use a green button for Green Bay. Brother in law is a Packers fan. So naturally Devontae Adams news was rough for him. He's also a Braves fan. Freddie Freeman is a Dodger. Yep. Gross. Yuck. Dodgers lineup as of now. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, Max Muncy, Will Smith, Cody Bellinger, Josh Turner, AJ Pollock, Chris Taylor. Don't know what that means, but Get I actually know about three of those people. Out of here. I feel like we say this every year now, but like, oh, whoa, what is this? What happened? Cowboys are interested in Jason Pierre Paul. Who cares? Yeah, who gives uh, a fuck? That lineup. As the kids say, fucks. It does fuck. That is a problem. Their pitching staff's no joke either. So, safe bet. Larger to the World Series. Every fucking year we say it, feels like I say it. I believe it. I don't. like. I, for, again, Freddie Freeman away from the Braves. Felt wrong. The Dodgers feels grimy. Good for him. Okay, I guess. But it, it, it feels dirty, and I'm not even a Braves fan. Gonna wrap this up because Arkansas baseball is fitting to start. Um, hypotheticals. Got two of them. If you were a superhero or villain, but you could only have superpowers that were not already taken, what powers would you choose? What would your name be? What the fuck? So you can't all pick- the cool shit's taken. Right. That's the point. I'm going to say. I can't teleport. I can't lift heavy things. I can't fly. I can't do shit. You're Ant-Man to all the other fucking superheroes. That's gross. Ant-Man fucks people up. Oh, you're Aquaman. Congratulations. You can talk to fish. That one is less than I fucking lame. And don't get don't get me started. All any of the women listeners. We all know the last Aquaman was a stud. I know. But look past that. All I can do is talk to fish and hold a trident. Uh, That's it. We're, we're going to... Useless. We're going to scrap the hypotheticals for this one because I forgot about something that I have to touch on that fucking bothers me. Okay. There's a Penn State swimmer. Oh, boy. We're doing this. We're doing this. Okay. Well... I'm over it. Let's get canceled. <laughs> I don't know how you say... I do. The name, Leah Thomas. Oh, oh yeah. 
becomes the first transgender woman to win the NCAA swimming championship. Got news for you. It's not transgender woman. It's a man. Old buddy lady was 400 and something in the rankings. As a man. In swimming. Yes. Switches over. Pokes in his ding dong. Now he's in first. They make underwear where you can tuck your shit. Now, here's the thing. The thought process on it. Talk about. You're going to get me horny talking about this. The amount of shit that people are divisive on. Women and men alike that I've seen since this happened. Not okay with it. This actually shits on women. And we're trying to empower women and it actually shits all over them. So, there's two things that I saw back to back that brought this up. I've obviously seen it for a while that it happened, but there was a commercial last night that I saw that made me feel like I needed to have this conversation. He comes in, wins the championship. Women are not happy. There's articles out talking about how there was a clear genetic advantage in how this has happened. Then I turn around and see an Under Armour commercial with a bunch of girls in football pads. Yep. Saying... We should be able to play. Yeah. Here's the thing. If we're saying... I have that. It's lingerie football. If we're, if we're all... <laughs> if we're all agreeing that uh, Leah Thomas has an unfair advantage swimming. It's has genetic makeups of a man. Here's what you do. You make a transgender league where only transgender people play against each other. That's the end result. That's it. Nobody will watch it. The thing <laughs> and they is, know that right the thing is if we are in agreement this is bull this crap is not fair for a man to compete in women's sports it is also fair in my opinion because we're saying it's not fair because there's a clear there's a clear gap in ability yeah it's called biology right it's also fair for anatomy men to not want a this is the part that people aren't going to like want a watered-down version of men's sports because we have clearly said that there's a gap here. You're canceled. Probably. (laughs) But as Dave Chappelle said, speaking of canceled, it was like, maybe you could just be fucking good enough to play with us. And if you're not, that's okay. There's no shame in that. No. Women can't help that they... Men's and women's leagues for a reason. Now, granted... It's not women's fault that they're just built different. The, the only argument to be had, and the reason I feel like they chose football in this under our commercial is because there is not lingerie football league aside. It's a there, real thing, though. The, but it's not. And it's actually kind of cool to watch. The, But nobody's watching it for the football aspect of it. I mean, whenever I see They're, a video of like someone, I remember whenever oh, they someone fucking, got decked they in there. hit hard. And the clips of that are sick. But here's the thing. They fucking smoke people. You put a woman in the NFL, they will not smoke anybody. Just sheer size difference. I am very aware. Well, it could. Maybe a Cole Beasley. No, I'm not even talking about. (laughs) No. I'm saying cancelable things. No. I mean, they, if there was a women, you want to have the argument to make a women's football league, fine. That's fine. Do it. No one will watch it. The problem is we cannot have a problem with that and think it's fair to put women in the men's league it's not fair for women what's going on right now there's a reason there is plenty of transgender people trying to compete in the opposite sexes leagues there's a reason that the headlines are of men in women's leagues because now it's unfair 
I could dive much deeper into this, but I will not because it's just no need. What Dakota's it, saying is 100% true. There's morals have gone out the window now at this point. If you, everybody's, everybody's concerned with the transfer portal. Well, well, they don't want to compete for a starting job. They get beat out, so they just quit and leave. Buddy was irrelevant in men's swimming. And instead of transferring to a different school, he transferred to a different gender so he could compete and immediately became the top dog. Dogette, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we used to call this uh, cross-dressing, and we used to call these people weird. And that's 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 just the that's the side that Dakota's not talking about. That's that's just the side of what I'm saying we used what used to happen. Now the woke stuff's coming so much that they don't realize that they've crossed the threshold of trying to be supportive of indifferent people and have now crossed the threshold of shitting on an entire sex. Yeah, it's a it's a there was a line to a walk detriment at this point. And you you you've stepped over it now and in the process you are now starting to oppress the very people that we were trying to uplift. We were trying to uplift women, help them, you know, put a national spotlight on women's sports and get people buzzing about it. Now well, you have just said that men can do what women can do better. Well, the, and that's the up. hot the hot topic right now when you're talking about equality for sports is women's basketball. We it's very obvious at this point. If you choose to ignore it, that's up to you. The reason the pay is the way that it is is because of the volume, the viewership, the sponsorship. The that's money. all it is. The money it brings in dictates what money you make the nba carries the wnba the wnba loses money every but year the wnba's argument is that like well we we are competitive just as the men's league and then you take negative these people this leah thomas put him into women's swimming and completely dominates we're not okay with it because it's unfair this is in my this mind this is putting stephen curry in the wnba with but with the logic is completely wiped the argument that women had to be paid more Yes, because you've just you just you basically ran an experiment to see if what they're saying is accurate. It didn't turn out that way, and everybody's mad about it. Stop letting people compete in whichever fucking thing they want to. What 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 you want to do with your life? What you want to be called? Don't give a fuck. Don't care. Up to you. Do you, boo boo? Yeah. The problem don't care. is is when we start allowing it. To be accepted across the board in everything that it made sense in my head. I get you, what you're saying. You want to you want to be a woman. You want to be a man. You want to be with a man. You want to be with a woman. Don't care. There are guidelines and regulations for a reason. It is not apples to apples. No, I'm fucking over it. Yeah, the woke experiment shit needs to stop. It's also fucking with things on a political, national fucking standpoint. That's the dive that I could really get into if we wanted to really have this conversation, but we're going to stick to sports, and I don't think it's fair to women who have dedicated their lives, dedicated everything that they the have to be a, the best women's sports person, and then a dude says, I'm confused about my place in life, so now I'm a woman, and How about I'm better than you. How about this? This is going to piss people off as well. Well, it's not the same. It's the exact same. Put Michael Phelps in the Special Olympics. Domination. Yes. He dominates the actual Olympics. Well, I'm confused about my life, so I think I'm, I'm, I'm different now. I'm not a regular person, so I want to compete in a different like, league. Well, That's like, fucked where up. Where do we draw that line? Well, it's, like, well, it's been crossed. I, if Michael Phelps chooses to identify as having a disability, it's like, well, you don't. You could use that logic with anybody who identifies to be anything. 
It is clearly an unfair advantage, but because we don't want to be mean about it, well, we'll let him, I guess. That's horse shit. Uh, it may have already happened. This Leah Thomas thing is NCAA championships, which is in the forefront right now. It may have already happened where we've had a transgender person compete in the Olympics. The, then you're talking about people who have dedicated their entire lives solely to one sport, trained for four fucking years to compete in one event, and now they're handcuffed. Yep. It's horse shit. I stand by it. God being removed from school, work, life in general has veered us down a dangerous, dangerous path. Well, we're picking and choosing what is acceptable anywhere. God made man and God made woman for man. Well, if people choose to believe in God and make it a point to stand on that platform, well, you can't do that. People don't, that's, that's not, people don't like, not everybody believes in God. Yeah. Not everybody believes that men should be competing in women's sports either. Correct. But that's okay. I'm fucking over it. I'm tired of the siding with the minority of strange things. Like when, Dakota, they're, when they're convenient. Yeah. Like it's like just like Dakota said, you want to be something else? Whatever. Be it. You wanna you wanna you wanna do your own thing? I, I don't fucking care. Just don't don't start altering the entire fucking history of what women have done and the importance of women continuing to be great doing their own thing. And then drop a man in the middle of it and say, well, he says he's a woman. He said it, so it's got to be true. Now see if you're better than them. It's not I will, fair. I will even go as far as to say that I will openly support if there's somebody walking down the street. There was a man now considering themselves to be a woman. And somebody wants to give them shit for it right there for just being that. Fuck you. I got your back. Again, the problem comes when you start when it starts becoming a detriment to people who choose to identify as what's on their birth certificate. Yeah. That I'm not okay with. Just don't. Don't walk up to me and say, oh, did you just call me ma'am? Oh, okay. No. You know what? My actual pronoun is I don't fucking care. Get the fuck about face. Get the fuck away from me. So to end this on a lighter note, we'll go to. But if you're being bullied and picked on just for walking down a sidewalk, I mean. Yeah, because I don't I don't want you to give a fuck what I think or believe right. either. Let me do my shit. I'll let you do your just shit. Just don't bully somebody. Whatever. For sure. So here's the thing. You got to pick three of these movies. Yes. The rest of them never happened. Oh, boy. Okay. Sandlot. Little Rascals. Is this your choices? No, no. This is, oh, this is this to pick is, from. This is the okay, okay, okay. Sandlot. Little Rascals. Blank Check. Holes. Airbud, Mighty Ducks. Little Giants. Space Jam. Richie Rich. Home Alone. Matilda. And I don't know what my girl is. But you got to pick three. Sandlot, Holes, Space Jam. Solid. Then you're losing Little Giants. I don't know if I'm okay with that. I'm not super high on that. So I'm going Sandlot for sure. Holes I picked just because it's an incredible movie See, holes and is, different than sports. Holes is the one that gives me problems. Because initially when I saw it. And the book like, was fantastic. Sandlot, Little Giants, Space Jam, boom, over. And then I was like, fuck. Holes. Got to have Mighty Ducks. Got to have Mighty Ducks holes. was the first one. I'm like, ooh. So I'm going Sandlot for sure. You have to go Space Jam. Has space to be Jam in, has to be has in it. Has to be in it. So now I'm down to Holes, Little Jam. And we were talking Mighty the Ducks. real Space Jam, not the remake. Correct. If I, ha- if I have to Gross. Take, if I have to take the pair, it may bump Space Jam. No, <laughs> you can't. It's, you can't do the it. original Space Jam has to happen. Give me Sandlot. Give me Space Jam. 
and give me. Uh, I'm going holes as well. At a boy, gotta go holes. You got to. That was way before. Um, what's his name? The actor, main actor, Shia LaBeouf. Way before Shia LaBeouf went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I still like Shia LaBeouf, though. I do too. That being said, I got nothing. Show's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong.